And that's what I feel that is very, very important for anything that you want to do. You have a why. What makes someone bold and brilliant? How do we each connect with our unique spark? What are the trials that we're willing to go through to pursue what's really important to us? My name is Hannah Anam, and I'm the co-organizer for TEDx Centennial Park Women. Our mission is to make Atlanta a city where women thrive. At our recent TEDx event, we got the opportunity to ask changemakers, innovators, and really anyone with a great story to share it. Welcome to this story. Christina Acosta. I'm not in my country. I've been here for five years in the U.S. I moved from Portugal. So what was that decision like to... to... I came with my husband. Okay. Yeah, he was relocated. But then, you know, I just didn't think that my life would be taking care of the kids in the house. (laughs) Because I was an executive back home for many Mm -hmm. years. And I said, okay, what am I going to do now? Right. There's so many possibilities. Yeah. And and when you were faced with that decision, I mean, what was going through your head at that point? I I say that in the book. I was looking forward to just do something different. Mm -hmm. And life did bring me that. Mm -hmm. You know, you kind of pray and pray and not pray but you you ask you put it out there i want to do something there's i'm done with banking i'm done with all this (laughs) and uh so you know 20 20 years of um corporate you're done yeah you're kind of so okay what what, what's next and you know life just brought it and and then you say okay I'm excited, and even in the book, I, I say my I say my husband said we're we're moving to Atlanta, and I'm like Atlanta. <laughs> wow. If it was like Chicago or New York right, or San right, Francisco right. or something like that, I would Atlanta. But it turned out to be such a it is such a great space, great people, great weather. Yeah, great, absolutely. You know. Um, so. so what was next for you? So during my corporate life, I uh, got to a point where I said, you know, there has to be more. That's, this is not enough. There has to be more. You know, politics inside or big organizations, yeah. you know, things go slow and you know that you have so much to give and so much mm-hmm. to do, but you can do so much because you're not on your own. And so I uh, opened a business on the side. Okay. And I was doing events and uh, with a friend and um but then I got to a point where I I need to leave my job to take care of this hmm. small fun business. But I couldn't cuz we weren't making enough money yet. So, okay. We had to close. All right, no problem. No problem. No problem. I learned. I learned, mm-hmm. but I think I know why I went there. Mhm to learn how to run a small business and what to do and events and, you know, it's a new area for, what was a new area for me? I went and took a little course, you know, like a five-day course on events and things. And in that day, this gentleman showed up with a program for coaching. And I'm like, coaching? This this was like in 2013 or 2010. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, coaching, okay. I heard of that. Let's see what... Was it like executive coaching or... It was just coaching. Coaching, okay. Coaching in general. Okay. I did become a coach. That's that's where it it Mm -hmm. went because it really hit me. Mm -hmm. I really saw what what he said. I got so excited because he was mentioning things that I would hear my mind say. Mm. So your inner voice was kind of personified by that person. Well, today my inner voice, I wouldn't say that is my mind. 
I see. My inner voice comes from a different place. And when we can check mm. which one is talking, is it the mind or the inner voice, mm -hmm. then that's awesome because then you know the guidelines. You can, sure. you can. So I was living in the mind at that time. Now I try not to as much. <laughs> But so anyways, he he got in and I'm like, I, I love this coaching thing. Let me, let me what try are, this. What are some of the things he said that you really agreed with? Yeah. That inspired you? Mm -hmm. So he mentioned something like, uh, you know, when you want to buy a car, you want to buy a car that is a specific car. Suddenly, what happens in your mind is that you suddenly start seeing that car everywhere. They've been there before, but you had never really saw it. And I was going through a specific situation in my life where I was focusing on something that wasn't very good for me. I was always worried about a specific thing. And I would see that thing all over the place. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, so this is a mind thing. Wait a minute. I can control this after all. Why do I have to focus on this thing if I don't really care about it? Or it's not good for me. Okay, so where is the control here? How can I develop this self-control um, and really choose what I want to think about? And that's where it really started. And today, you know, after ugh, nine years of um, coaching and learning and personal development and meditation and all that, things are different for me. I live a different life. I'm in control of my life. You know, what are what has some of that change looked like behaviorally for you? OK, um, so I'm not in corporate anymore. Mm -hmm. <laughs> My life changed. Yeah. Right. And you're, so, you smile when you say that. So I can tell. Yes, a, I'm not. Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> I, I don't see myself going back. I decided uh, that I would, um, you know, help the people that are in that world. Mm -hmm. And um, why? Because I. Um, back home i'm from portugal lisbon um i've been in the u.s for five years but back home what i would do is i would do a lot of training and i was being uh, high executive positions and i saw a lot of pain mm. pain people were not recognized they would feel you know i'm just here nobody sees i got i got these ideas but um you know and they blame the company a lot but is that right? I mean, should we blame somebody else or some other entity? Or should we really look at ourselves? Okay, if I want to do this, then I should really take action. So, you know, all these things that um, I saw in the corporate world that coexist everywhere. And I, you know, with the opportunity of leaving corporate and uh, starting fresh, I started, I came to Atlanta and I'm like, okay, so now what? I have so many abilities that I can do so so much but I'm I'm not going to banking that's for sure and I had already my coaching license and uh, or, or credentials and um, had practiced already for a few years and uh, you know and I loved it very much and so I said okay I'm gonna just start here and I'm gonna do um, a coaching I'm gonna start my coaching practice. Got it. And as you can imagine, you don't know anyone. I didn't know anyone how in did this you, how city. How did you build that network then? Well, oh, how did I build that network? <laughs> wow. Have you, have you blocked it out? <laughs> just the, no, just the struggles. Of no, no, because you know I had a, and that's what I feel that is very, very important for anything that you want to do. You have a why. 
mm. because things are not easy. You know, they, it's complicated to build a, a network at, at my age where you don't know anyone and, you know. But after, what, three years, or maybe two years and a half, I was invited by the World Trade Center of Atlanta to become part of the board. Mm -hmm. Two years and a half, three years. Wow. I'm like, okay, so what, what have I done here? I build relationships, right? That's what you do. You build relationships, you put yourself out there, you learn, you talk to people. You... So for me, it was like a little child starting over at the time to learn how to you know, have a consulting business. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what to do. This is different because I would try and talk and, and you know, they wouldn't really, people wouldn't really, they would love to talk to me, but not really hire me. Yeah, you know? yeah. And, uh, and I asked myself, why? Because they would talk to you and they, it would seem that they would really go and hire. And so I decided to interview foreign businesses that came from another country. And I mostly Europeans that I talked to. And I interviewed 50 CEOs mm -hmm. from other countries here in Atlanta with their businesses to learn how do you do it? What's the problem? What's the good? What's the, you know, I want to learn. And what, what started like um, just a personal thing, a personal quest, became something bigger because what I learned was so important to share with other businesses that come here. So what did that turn into? A book. Oh, the book. I did write a book. I actually, it's, uh, I'm self-publishing and hopefully during December it will be on, on Amazon. And what is the book called? Come Prepared. Come prepared. Okay. And, and this is a, an aggregate of the interviews that you took yes. with the CEOs? Yes. And my own experience. And your own experiences. What are some of the trends in your interviews that you saw that you thought were interesting? Oh, gosh. I, I was looking for patterns. Exactly <laughs> yeah. patterns, right? That's yeah. why I went to talk to so many people. When you are on the other side of the ocean and you think of the U.S., you think that, you know, when I get there, gosh, I'm so good at what I do. When I get there, they're going to love me and they're mm. going to hire me and buy every, everything that I have to sell. And that's something that people think about. It's mm -hmm. amazing. And uh, they come here and they think, you know, I'm the best of the best in my field. You are just going to buy. Exactly. It's just going to happen. It's just, just going to happen. happen. Yeah. And it doesn't. Mm. Because in, in the U.S., people like to trust you. I think it's like that in, all over the world, but it's important to build the trust, the relationships, you know. Those relationships are important. And what I've been learning is that, you know, you just can't build relationships for building them. They have to be really right. strong and, and, and meaningful. Yeah. That's my experience. What would you say to women in the workforce now who are, who are having trouble building networks and, and, and establishing connections in their professional careers. Take a look at yourself first. Love yourself first. Build your brand. Who are you? You know, because you can talk to so many people, but if nothing conveys, you know, if nothing comes out of you, just a, a mental, um, you know, practical, mm -hmm. rational decision, I'm interested in talking to you because you can help me something it's not going to work. Right. So really take a look at yourself and see who am I? What is the what is what do I bring to the world? Okay. You know? And then then it's easy, it's natural. It just happens. Then you attract the people that you you care about and the people that really have the same things that you want or you are looking for. 
That is my experience, and it's been an awesome journey. It's not easy. I'm not saying that it's just absolutely, yeah. absolutely. But it is. It begins with you. Who are you? You know, first thing I would say to any woman, and I, I do um, personal branding mm -hmm. workshops and all those things because I think it's really important. Take a look at you first. A special thanks to our guests, our team, our sponsors, and of course, the wonderful Audiographies team who produced this podcast for us. Please join our community at TEDx Centennial Park Women to help Atlanta be a city where women thrive. <laughs>